water, the building block of life. Where did it come from? Why is it here? Who is water? I'm just gonna work on this. A bunch of them are are influencers. So they're so people are like sort of making it like a reality show by just like stitching together influencer content kind of thing and like they're all oh. trying to make it drama but they're on like day 11 of like nine months there's no drama yet so if i'm right because there are so many influencers on this cruise who are posting stuff other people are then taking that content and editing it together in like creative ways to sort yeah of- and they're doing it, like the influencers are doing it as well. Like they posted it. Right. So there's like a bunch of people who will be like, these are the accounts to follow, um, including like regular influencers. And then there's like this couple that are like our, our parents' age that are just, mm. that are like regular cruise people, you know. But, so just it's one couple of like normies. Well, there's a lot of people on the cruise that aren't doing the nine months as well. So so they're trying to, oh. like, make it out like there's, like, rifts between the, like, the people that are doing just a segment and the people that are doing the whole nine months. Yeah, right. But, like, nine months is an incredibly long time to be on a cruise. Yeah. It's expensive. So all these people are like, how are you paying for it? And it's like, well. Yeah, wouldn't I, they just be being comped by the cruise people? I Although maybe so. not because it's not going to make cruise ships look good, is it, ultimately? I don't know. It might. I mean, it definitely is, like, bringing a different demographic. Yeah, because usually it's old people. On yeah. Um, but, like, it's interesting to see there's, like, a different, um, like, different people have different kind of cabins and stuff. Like, one of the, the like, influencers has just – and, I mean – content creator not really influencer i guess yeah i guess those words get used interchangeably but Mm. like they're a person that's like documenting their experience of this well actually Um, we're content creators i don't think you will call us influencers mm. yeah but yeah when you get to a certain level yeah um but yeah they have some of them have like a internal room so there's no windows or anything and that's grim nine months yeah windows so there's a lot of, I guess a lot of people have a lot of questions about it. To me, it feels like everyone's going to get COVID. Everyone's going to get gastro yeah. like multiple times. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Can, do they get off ever? Yeah. So, um, so generally on a cruise, I've learned this only from TikTok. Not, yeah. I've never been on a cruise. Um, you'll have like sea days and you'll have days where you go on excursions yeah so they're going to all of like the world wonders which also doesn't really make sense because not all of them are like near the sea yeah like the pyramids is this the um aren't they like man-made wonders and natural wonders yeah who decides on this i don't know who yeah anyway which ones are they saying um i'm not really sure because like there's a lot and what are they saying Let's figure out if it's natural, man-made, or well, I vegetable. Think, I, <laughs> I think <laughs> Machu Picchu was one of them. Mm, man-made. Man-made, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, I think the yeah that's so it must be like yeah the pyramids, Stonehenge, like Colosseum. Yeah. They're going to Antarctica, but they're not actually getting off the boat there. Which thank God, because I was like, that's an environmental nightmare. Yeah. Um, but that means they're going to have a long time of like only on the boat. Yeah, like at some point they might go past Tasmania or yeah. I suppose it depends where you're coming from. But yeah, they go to all the all the continents, and there's like a bunch of different stuff. But for me, I. Like I said this on a on a TikTok the other day, um, I couldn't not cook for that amount of time. Yeah, and yeah, there'd be a lot of the same food. Like, how long is there? Have you ever stayed at um, like a resort or something for too long, and you've had everything? Like, yeah, I stayed <laughs> one in Vanuatu once, and there was nowhere else to go for dinner, and it was all right food. But but God, this is such a privilege white person complaint <laughs> yeah. but by the end of the like I think we were there for like 10 nights or something I'd had everything off the menu two or three times yeah but imagine nine months of like cruise ship it'd be a certain type of food yeah so apparently they switch stuff and also the entertainment so that's another thing that I hadn't thought about was like normally if you're working on a cruise ship as an entertainer like a musician or something you do months at a time and the patrons turnover so you just do the same show like yeah. every week and it doesn't matter oh there's gonna but be they've so got to many... turn over the staff to like like the yeah. entertainers and stuff to do that and i saw a tiktok this morning of a lady who had worked on a cruise ship doing um running the trivia night and yeah. she's like you can't recycle questions if you've got the same people for nine months you have to come up with nine months worth of questions yeah it's a bit like um Otherwise, it'd be kind of like Groundhog Day and you've got Bill Murray at the end. He's like, the Great Pyramids <laughs> and just like knows all the answers to everything. Yeah. And I think like it's even more so because they're stuck on a boat that they're going to be on for so long. Like they really need to turn over everything to make it everything. seem different. And also presumably there's a lot of like hot sort of loose young people they're going to be banging the staff like, <laughs> so regularly that they're like, we need to get th this staff off because it's just like out of control. Yeah. Um, I'm really interested to see how it goes. To me, it feels like a little bit like Firefest, like but a, a slow burning one. Yeah. But maybe it'll all be fine and people are just like manufacturing the drama from home because I do see people being like, there's drama on the cruise ship and it's like, there's, there isn't there's really, really yeah. not, I don't think. I'm invested. Yeah, I want to I wanna know more about this and, and watch it. Is this an episode? Like, I, I just hit record, but I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's water-related because I was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. undeniably. Um, but, yeah, I just... Um, I was just interested to see mm. how it goes, and I, I thought you might have seen it, but... Nah, I'll, well, maybe I check it and then we stitch it together with us talking about that yeah so this is the day 11 check-in and then we can do a check-in next time at um whatever day okay. they're up to because they'll definitely still be going when we record next i'm gonna specifically be investigating who's banging the staff and how that's <laughs> being handled by p and o or whatever i think it's royal caribbean and i think if you search like ultimate world cruise or something like that you'll get 
the the yeah, content okay. we need. I actually think because before I hit record, I was like, oh, is there some scandal or something? You know, when you see a TikTok that you don't understand, but fuck, this is a podcast about TikTok now. Anyway, we love TikTok. <laughs> Down the bottom, there's that search. It must be like the most commonly search thing after people have watched that TikTok. Yeah. So I didn't understand what anyone was saying. And down the bottom, I'm pretty sure it said world star cruise or, or yeah. whatever. And I was like, so usually I click it if I'm curious enough, but I was like. So, yeah, I think that it's, there's another crew, like person who's posting cruise related stuff where they're complaining about something, but I don't think it's the same cruise. And I think that they've just latched on to the fact that people are searching cruise talk. It's actually a three-year-old complaint, but they're like, <laughs> this, this is the time for me to move on that refund that I feel like I deserve. Yeah, it's something like that. Because it, I'm definitely being shown other cruise-related TikTok stuff just because I've watched this particular thing. And I'm like, no, I'm just interested in a cultural moment that yeah. we're having. Um that everyone's collectively watching these strangers on the internet, but yeah, yeah, you I don't want to see an ad for, for a cruise. I don't like, care. Go I'm not going to go on one. Nah, cruises are fucked. Like the idea is so. I would go on it if I had lots of disposable income and time just to see how shit it is. But like, I cannot think of anything worse. Like I, the people who must go on them are not. I would, so actually on the same holiday I was just telling you about, we were in Vanuatu. There's something called Champagne Beach on um, Santo, I think. And it's like meant to be one of the most beautiful beaches in the world. We were actually confused because we thought that the water would be fizzy. And that's why, but it's actually Champagne Beach just because it's like Champagne's the king of drinks and this is the king of beaches. Anyway, we're at the beach. There's no one there. It is the most beautiful beach I've ever seen. And then from like round the Cape, just like you hear like, and this fuck, I think it was like a P&O, like the biggest fucking boat I've ever seen. Within 20 minutes, it was on shore. And then the, like thousands of sunburnt British people in like <laughs> bintang singlets came onto the beach and it was just like completely transformed. They We were like, we're going to stay because we had just got there. When they left, the beach was just covered in like, empty beer cans and like yeah and like local people came out and like sold them trinkets and stuff and there was all this like gross haggling over the prices and it's one of the worst things I've ever seen yeah that's so that's so sad like I like the idea of it like in a way of like getting a boat around the world and getting off and getting on, but mm. more in a yacht kind of way, more in a super yacht kind of way. Or a below a... deck chartered sort of, do you watch below deck? No. I you actually... should watch below deck and we should talk about that on the pod because that's water yes. related and it is such. I, I know someone, maybe she can call in cause she's done that job. She was, a, she is a steward on super yachts. I need to. Yeah. We have to do that. Yeah. Amazing. I don't know if she still does it. I think she does, but um, yeah, she's all yeah, yeah, love it. Um, speaking of the worst things um, we've ever seen, I said that too long ago for this actually to be a segue. We watched uh, The Waterboy starring Adam Sandler and is that Kathy Bates? Yeah. Yeah, and some other people. Um, what did you think? Look, I had very low expectations 
because I remember hating it so much when it came out. I don't think I saw it at the movies. I I think I rented it on VHS or DVD, whatever was the yeah. thing at the time. Um, and But, like, definitely when it was still uh, an overnight. Yeah. If you... Yeah, so it was still it new. Was fresh. Um, yeah, so I've... I've written like a a synopsis of it. Yeah. Do you want me to go through that? I before definitely want to hear about a it? synopsis of Waterboy. Yeah. Okay. The Waterboy is a 1998 movie starring Adam Sandler as Bobby Boucher, a homeschooled simpleton with a passion for hydration after being told his father died of dehydration. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he works as a water boy for the University of Louisiana football team where he's teased relentlessly. After being fired from his role for distracting the players by being so teasable, he goes to another college where the coach is the Fonz and volunteers <laughs> right. as the water boy there. The new team also teases Bobby, but Coach Fonz says he should stand up for himself, so he assaults a player. <laughs> I, I guess assaulting people is part of the game because he's asked to join the team. Bobby needs his mother's blessing to join the team, which is not forthcoming. Bobby lies and joins the team anyway and enrolls in college, which is the thing you can do in USA when you play a sport. He also has a love interest that comes in at some point, which his mother is not cool with, but she's fresh out of jail and Bobby's not very worldly, so I think I'm with Mama on this one. <laughs> the team starts winning because Bobby is good at football and there's a lecturer that looks like Colonel Sanders. Yeah. The original team that Bobby worked for is threatened by the newly winning team, so they tell everyone Bobby hasn't finished high school, so then he has to pass the test to keep playing. Mama finds out he's playing football and feigns illness. Eventually, love interest brings the whole town to see Bobby to convince him to play. Mama realizes he should play. He plays in the finals, championship, regionals, something against the whole team. They win. He marries his love interest. He drives a tractor around. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of things I want to circle back to there. The first one is the Colonel Sanders guy because it like it it has the potential to be really funny. But it's not because the guy just it looks exactly like Colonel Sanders, which you think as soon as you see him. And then the punchline is that he calls him Colonel Sanders. So it's like it, it's not funny because it, the, it starts and finishes with the punchline, but there must be a way to make that joke work. Yeah, so that, that kind of like there's a whole theme going on through the whole thing that that is like a pretty good example of for me where this is made by someone like, well, by people who are from like the North of the USA. Yeah. It's based in the South and it's yeah. like a huge parody of the South. Yeah. I couldn't put my finger on why I felt uncomfortable with that. Cause it's not racism per se, but it's like, <laughs> It is. It's like classism, definitely. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. The comedian, uh, Tom Segura. Do you know Tom Segura? He's mm. not. Anyway, he, in one of his early stand up specials, has a thing about Cajun people. 
and he does like a parody of the um, accent and he got a lot of heat for it. People like, you can't make fun of Cajun people. And he was like, yeah, you can. Yeah, well, I was I was feeling like that um, with the, the like coach assistant or whoever it was that had the like um, – the accent that you couldn't understand. Yeah. It was like Creole or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like that, I was like, is this okay? Yeah. I don't, I don't really know. Like I get it, it's like, yeah, he's hard to understand, but I don't, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, like that is kind of the extent of the joke and they just keep doing it. The other yeah. thing I wanted to circle back on is that you said um, you went with Simpleton to describe him, but yeah. he's like... Um, you know, there's like a word that we don't use for that anymore, which I remember people saying when the movie came out. Yeah, and it's used in the movie at least twice. Yeah, yeah. Which I can't really begrudge the movie for because it was very like in the vernacular at yeah, the time. Yeah, I think you still said that then to mean something other than flame resistant. Yeah. <laughs> but but um, that's kind of like... But, I mean, it was still used in movies like The Hangover, wasn't it? It was, like, still yeah, in probably. the early 2000s. This movie came out in 1998. Like, yeah. It, I, like, not that it excuses it. It's just that, like, it was a standard, like, used yeah, word. Yeah. But I also, to me, like, no one ever stops and, like, I know it's a, a dumb Adam Sandler comedy movie, but, for instance when he enrolls in the university because that's, like, part of his deal. No one's like, I wonder if he's going to be able to, like, do things. Like, there aren't any yeah. modifications made for <laughs> him to be able to learn. Yeah, so halfway through the movie I was like, is he, like, I know he's supposed to seem really, like, dumb and stuff, but, yeah. like, is it just because he's really sheltered and was homeschooled or is he actually, like, nah, disabled? And I know he's, like definitely played like that based even like the way his face is like it that's not what his face looks like normally he's doing that <laughs> it's also like a voice that he did yeah this came i think was this like his third big movie after yeah. madison and happy gilmore yeah and like the billy boucher voice is like a, a funny voice that his characters in the previous two movies did he was like what if that voice is actually a character yeah, there was actually, like, a Roger Ebert quote that, like, I didn't write down, but I do want to, like, go and find it and yeah, yeah. read it because it, it like, articulates better what the the issue with that voice is. <laughs> we need to circle back to that. Yeah. Um, the other thing, so there was one bit that Matt and I laughed out loud at that I thought was genuinely funny in the movie, which for a whole movie, like that's pretty not great that there was one bit, but I want to, I want to see if you thought it was funny too. Yeah. Yeah. So in the scene where the Fonz coach Klein is trying to convince the mum that he should play football. Yeah. They're eating snake. Yeah. And he asks what part of the snake it is. Yeah. And then the mum was like, well, there's not really like parts of the snake. But <laughs> yes. if I had to guess, you're eating his knee. <laughs> I just loved it yeah, so that much. Is funny. Yeah. That's like oddly cerebral for, for yeah. this film. Like if there was more bits like that, it would be great. Yeah. But like just... But then that also brings me to the way they used food in this movie mm. as a gross out. 
which also comes down to that like southern racism yeah, thing because like eat oh, food's gross and they're like eating alligator and and just like yeah i i didn't love how that was done yeah i think i found the roger ebert um review mm. it was it specifically about his voice yeah then adam sandler spoke and all was lost his character's voice is made of a lisp a whine, a nasal grating, and an accent that nobody in Louisiana actually has, although the movies pretend that they do. His character is a 31-year-old man who soon after the film opens is fired from... Oh, this is just like a synopsis of the movie, which you've already, already given you. But, yeah, that's his point, is that, like, nobody yeah. has ever sounded like that except Adam Sandler. Yeah, and he sounds very Adam Sandler-y. I think... So, the... that. The movie came out after Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, and it definitely has elements of both. Like it's yeah. solidly like person playing sport when they have no business being there, like Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Uh, person who hasn't passed high school trying to check do <laughs> a test. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Just it's like, like somehow a fusion of those two movies, but with none of the good elements of either. Yeah. Um, but. It came out in the same year as The Wedding Singer, which I think oh. is my favourite Adam Sandler movie. I haven't I, watched it for a while, but that it would hold up, I feel like. I really liked that movie. And I thought, like, doing... So that came out in 1998, was based in the 80s. Doing an 80s movie, like, only 10 years after... Yeah. Is, ...was, like, such a wild move. And I, I just loved it. Yeah. But maybe he should have just, like, not made this one and just... Yeah. He's had a weird career, like, from time to time. And that he got that revival again recently with that um, Safty Brothers Uncut Gems, which mm. I really wanted to like, but I just found it kind of almost too stressful. Like, it almost did its job too well. I haven't actually seen it. And he made... Have you ever seen Punch Drunk Love? No. So Punch Drunk Love was made by Paul Thomas Anderson, the guy who made, like, Magnolia and... Um, uh, He's got another really big movie. Critically acclaimed filmmaker. And apparently he wrote it um, for Adam Sandler. And he said something to him like, he met him, he was like, I think you're really good, but I think all of your movies are shit. I've written a good one. Will you be in it? And oh, okay. Yeah. It's a good film. Yeah. I, like, I think he has made some good ones. I just think, like, I mean, those first three were obviously all in the same sort of style, but just yeah. this one... There's, yeah, I don't know. And, like, also I didn't really, like, touch on the part where his dad wasn't dead because I forgot about uh, that bit. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, his dad comes back at the end mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, he also seems, like, not quite right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Runs in the family. I um, made a couple of notes um, that I'd love to share with you. Um, in particular, I think... He wouldn't be bullied by the football team, like especially the first football team where he wasn't playing for the team. Like they'd love him. They wouldn't feel threatened by him at all and they'd be super nice to him because I think it would be like a low effort way to pretend that you're a good person because mm. they would, I, even being dumb football players, they'd identify that he has an intellectual disability. Yeah. So and- it kind of, I don't know, the fact that he just got bullied was like... That he he wouldn't get bullied. Yeah, and I don't. And then he gets fired for being bullied. I guess. 
don't, yeah. I don't really, I can't really remember why he got fired. They're threatening to fire him right at the start because mm. they're like, you didn't do your job properly. So I think they just, yeah, wanted to fire him. Yeah. Um, Kathy Bates is basically the same character in this movie that she is in Misery. Did you ever see Misery? No. Do you know the plot of Misery? No. Stephen King wrote the book about an author who's in a car accident in like, it looks like Fargo, like in mm. the snow. Oh, okay. And then a woman finds him, realises that he's the famous author, traps him in her house um, and makes him write like more of this series of books that he said he wasn't going to write any more of. And it's like quite, it's a good, good film and book and it's terrifying. But like, is there a chance that in the like Stephen King Sandler expanded <laughs> verse that they're actually just the same person and she like fled um, Fargo and went south <laughs> and had a child. I think timeline-wise it could line up. Oh, I yeah, I'd agree with that. I think... <laughs> it's a good fan theory. I, I yeah. think it's got something. Um, was mental health seriously not a thing in 1998? Because we've talked about Adam Sandler, Bobby Boucher, but Henry Winkler has PTSD... And it's kind of just like a punchline for the the whole movie, but the help would have been available for like that. Yeah, I I think I mean definitely like there wasn't really mental health awareness <laughs> or anything back then. I don't think like yeah, well, I guess football has that whole like concussion issue that they're still not really going to do anything about. Yeah, I think I mean I also didn't like touch on how he was the the coach of the other team at some point and then was, I don't really know what happened. Mm. It's an intricate storyline. I couldn't quite follow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, um, it was a lot of things didn't really like, I know it's kind of like a fantasy world and everything. Cause it's not mm. like, like, I guess my, my most, um, charitable take would be that like it's not actually based in the south it's based in like a completely different universe that uh, is yeah. outside of the, yeah. the world because it yeah it like yeah. even like when they go to like the the mum's house and it's all like in a swamp kind it's of thing. literally in a swamp yeah um one thing i did have like in my notes was do you remember when we did the water talk episode and I talked about the theory about like colors and poverty? No. Oh, well, there's like this whole thing about how um, like colorful foods and stuff are mm. more common in like poorer areas. Yeah, and okay. the whole water talk thing is like bright, colorful colors. And yeah, it's yeah. quite um, popular in the South. And that seemed to be like apparent in this movie like mm. the way that the even when the mother is in hospital like everything's mm -hmm. decorated and colorful and the way the the like original team that's like the good the winning team is just wearing like red white and blue and very sleek and yeah. very which happens all the time in like sport movies when you've got like the scrappy underdogs that have like bright colors and then yeah the, like the mighty ducks i think didn't have like a, a uniform until like the end of the first movie. Yeah. He's wearing like rags and <laughs> leather 
pouches. Um, yeah, that's a good take, actually. But even, like, and also his suits. Like, he has a different coloured suit every time he wears a suit. Yeah. Um, and I was, like, I collect a lot of, like, vintage sewing patterns that I get from op shops. And yeah. I have the pattern for that suit. Really? I, I found it and wow. I was, like... Is there a name for the pattern? Uh, no, I don't think so. Cause like normally with sewing patterns, they're just numbered, oh, okay. but, um, it's really like quite rare to find men's patterns. And I, I have no intention of ever making the suit. I just bought it cause the pictures on it were funny. Yeah. But it's kind of like boxy with the big lapels. Yeah. And like big stitching around the edges of the lapels and stuff. Yeah. Um, so he was, there's no way that that's part of what makes me think it's like a fantasy world because there's no way that he would have multiple suits. No, like the point coming back to your color theory thing, they're like poor people don't know what colors go together. So they yeah. just keep trying. But like a poor person would just own one black suit. Yeah. But that's not funny neither is the colorful thing either though yeah um i don't know that just felt like stylistically like something he just wanted to do like i just wanted to wear this well that's adam sandler's whole career right like being on the set of an adam sandler movie where it's from you know this kind of vintage or like now with grown-ups people aren't saying no to him like he made the um oh didn't i watch this with you tell me if you were there or not but remember it was after we ran two bays and we rented that house and we watched. Yes. What's that movie? We didn't again? watch the whole thing. It was called That's My Boy. Yeah. It was so bad. So the premise is that he has sex with his teacher when he's like, like 12. 12. And you see it as well. They're like, on, for some reason, like a curtain comes up and they're on stage and you see like a woman banging a boy. And that's like a funny... <laughs> Jesus. And then does he have a son? Yeah. So then she goes to jail, obviously. <laughs> and At then, least they got that part right. Yeah. And then they leave the child in in the custody, the baby in the custody of child Adam Sandler. Yeah. And yeah. then against all odds, he grows up to be Andy Samberg, I think. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, and like relatively well-adjusted human that's how the, the, sto the story goes like yeah. um yeah and then we stopped watching because it was just awful yeah we were so offended our friend i think sammy was there who's yeah. like a primary school teacher <laughs> and she was just disgusted <laughs> that that because it, it never becomes a good movie and it starts with the scene that we just described that i don't really want to talk about again but like to my earlier point I'm pretty sure Adam Sandler wrote that movie or had some yeah. sort of role in it. And I just think that no one's going to say no to him. They're like, they would have checked that it's okay to put on screen. And for some reason it, it was <laughs> in the way they depicted it, but no one was going to be like, Hey man, that's all kinds of fucked up. Like people are not going to love this. They were just like, that's what Adam wants. Yeah. It crazy. It's There's crazy. a child actor. Yeah. <laughs> in And obviously, like, when they film a sex scene in a movie, they're not actually doing it. But, like, yeah, they were on top of, like, a piano or something. I said I didn't want to describe it. But yeah. It it's burned into my brain. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. This movie, I think one of the things I also thought about 
this and the two movies that preceded it as far as Adam Sandler movies go was that like they had very quotable like lines and this one they seemed forced like they wanted you to be quoting that's some high quality h2o yeah but they the line that ended up being quotable was the rob schneider you can do it because that was the kind of thing people would yell out in class when i was in high school yeah that was big for a while that was um, like the quotable line from the movie yeah um well there was gatorade because there's like, uh, like when he hallucinates He's seeing like I can't remember who, but they shout Gator- that Gatorade is better, and they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is why I got Gatorade for our tasting yeah, today. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, Ac- Gatorade active water. Yeah, yeah. Should One I go other get thing, it? Yeah, yeah, just really quickly, just from from my notes. This is a bit self indulgent, but I wrote it. I okay. need to read it. This movie asks the question. What would it be like if a person with an acquired brain injury played American football? Which is ironic because that's kind of the reverse of what actually happens. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> Do you want to pause and we'll go get the um, yeah. uh, Gatorade active water? Yeah. All right. We're back. Uh, we have... Um, do you want to tell us what this is? All right. We've got lemon flavor and mango flavor of Gatorade active water. So it actually, I can only see G active. Does it say that it's water? It does not. However, it says it on the website, like on the Coles website and the Woolworths website. It yeah. is marked as water and it is in the water section of Coles. So and it's it is, in the water boy. It is Gatorade not is. with the other Gatorade, which I thought was odd. but Yeah. Yeah, you could go looking for it and not find it because you'd expect it to be with the... Yeah, I did go looking for it and not find it. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, because I don't expect this to be the wateriest water going around. Um, I'm actually expecting... Have we talked about my zone before? No, but um, we should. <laughs> I'm expecting my zone vibes. Yeah, I, I am too. My zone still exists. I got some from um, from Seven Eleven all a while back. Yeah, right. But yeah, I'll see if I can get. Hmm, that wasn't a very satisfying sound. So it's pretty much just in a Gatorade bottle, isn't it? Where it's yeah. got that sort of cap on a cap. But it's completely clear. I'm pouring it into a coupe. Got a got a drink from a coupe. Smells like lemon. Alex just spilled some, but luckily yeah. it's clear. Yeah. Kind of smells like flat lemonade. Yeah, it's pretty um. It's pretty sweet. It definitely doesn't taste like water. Like it's. Mm. It's not a hint of flavoring. It's like pretty. It does taste more like water than like if you were to compare it to regular Gatorade, I think. Yeah. I would say it, t- it actually does taste a fair bit like Gatorade though. Like mm. it's got that kind of. Um... It definitely has that saltiness. Yeah. Oh, is that what? Yeah, it's a salt. But it's also zero sugar. So it's like got a little bit of artificial sweetener vibe. But I don't get the bad sort of. Yeah, it's not too bad. Stevia. 
Um, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of people like marketing electrolytes. I feel like that's the new like supplement to sell on, oh, really? online at the moment. And I think it's because there's been like that drink more water to be healthy kind of push. And then people are like getting hyponatremic and then they're like, uh, yeah. drink more electrolytes so you can reach your water goals and not die. Oh, the water goal stuff. We need to cover that at some mm. point, but those bottles th- that have the different <laughs> checkpoints for you to hit and it's Ugh. like, keep drinking heaps of water. And it's like the size of like the, the thing you put on top of the water cooler. <laughs> Yeah, I think we should probably talk about it in the context of that hard 75 thing. Do you know that? No. Okay, we'll talk about it later. All right. Yeah, this is this is good. Like I mm. don't I don't think I have a need for this product. For um, an artificial sweetened thing though, I would probably buy this if I wanted a non I can't imagine why if I was exercising I'd be like no sugar, that's a weird thing to want. Yeah. But, well, we have that sort of background in running really long races where, yeah, like you just people, it's not uncommon to drink Coke yeah. because it's just getting calories into your body. Yeah. Someone accident, someone we know before we did one of those long runs, bought, I think it was one where we ran around the park for 12 hours and one of our friends bought some Coke, but accidentally bought the no sugar Coke, which is no. just like useless in that context. Oh, yeah. It was when that Coke, that new Coke was a thing. Mm. The Stevia one that yeah. was like ill-fated in that it well. doesn't exist anymore. Had like a grain label. Yeah. 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 That would be so, so upsetting. Yeah. I made a judgment fail the other day and got Coke Zero at McDonald's and was like, why did I do this? Because I just want regular Coke. It's way yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> I The other day I tried to buy a Sprite. A Sprite? A Sprite in the Macca's drive-thru. Oh, and they only have... Yeah, they only have Sprite No Sugar, which maybe Spite would be a good name for that because I wasn't <laughs> happy about it. Is, yeah, that, is that all McDonald's what... now? Yeah, and, like, the regular Sprite that you buy from the store is, like, half sugar and half stevia now. And it just switched without telling anyone. I feel like I've talked about this before, but I don't know if it was on the podcast. But I'm passionate enough about it. Everyone should know. It's terrible. I'm I'm a Pepsi person now. I'm a Pepsi girly because (laughs) I want 7-Up with real sugar. Yeah. I don't know. Are they saving money on that? Is that why they've done it? I, I think it might have to do with, like... Um, preempting like the sugar taxes and things like they have in the UK. Ah. Oh, wait, do we have that here yet? I don't think so. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. They, I, I, every time this happens, I just wonder why more companies didn't learn the lesson from VB. Because you remember the VB scandal? Oh yeah, <laughs> I it worked in down. liquor retail at oh, the time. Of course you did. Yeah, <laughs> it went for people who don't know. It went from like. 4.6% alcohol to, down to 4.5 and they didn't really tell anyone and people stopped buying it and it was just an absolute yeah shit show like they the sure didn't tell their checkout chicks about it <laughs> if they can do something yeah right yeah. all right so we're now trying the mango persuasion this smells Ooh. like alcohol to me like yeah I feel like it's the the com- combination of fake sugar and and mango flavor. Yeah, I don't mind that either. 
Yeah, that tastes way better than I thought it would. Yeah. I had really low expectations for these. I I know there's like, is it water kind of thing, but like, if you're looking at this compared to regular Gatorade, I guess it's water. Yeah, I'd be interested just to try like a full sugar Gatorade now because this is um pretty, it has way more flavor than I thought. Mm. It has more flavor than it should, but it does really give those my zone vibes. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely seeing that. There's not really that much more to say about it. It's, it's mm. fine. Yeah. Was, was it expensive? Was it like... The main reason I got two was it was a two for deal. Um, So I don't know, it was two for Did you $5 say was a, or something. Oh, two for five. Something like that. It's Is it possible to buy a single Gatorade or Powerade from a service station and not have them ask you if you want a second one <laughs> for like the same price or less i don't know what's going on with that because <laughs> i don't need they're always trying to upsell me something i've never needed two gatorades yeah they are for i feel like they've backed off a bit like for a time mm. you could just be getting fuel and they've obviously been told um to that they have to say in case they get mystery shop would you like any chips, lollies, mints, or drinks? <laughs> and then they have like a little setup of like things that are only a dollar if it's with your yeah, fuel yeah, or something. Yeah, they have to point at them. I or extra ha- flybys points. Yeah. I just feel so bad for the people who clearly had to say that because it's mm-hmm. just destroying their soul. Yeah. Because people go, no, I, d- I know you have all those things. <laughs> like I've been in a service station before. Especially if you if you've gone in and you have got something from the fridge and it's like, no, I got the thing I wanted. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs> Maybe you want this other thing. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I'll probably not watch the water boy again. Um, it's quite likely I will never watch the water boy again. And I, yeah, it'd be great if I could ensure that, but um <laughs> <laughs> Other water-related movies, if anyone can suggest some. Um, I did recently look up Halloween H2O. Turns out oh, yeah. not about water. What is it like 20 years later or something? Yeah, it is. So how does that H2... Oh, like Halloween 20... Yeah. Yeah. That's so, a weird thing for them to have... Like that has a clear meaning already. That's yeah. not bad. Yeah, so that was confusing and annoying, but um, yeah, uh, there's plenty of water-related movies we can do. We should do more. It's good. I like um, talking about movies as long as we can tenuously link them. Yeah. Avatar, Way of Water. I still haven't seen that. I haven't either. It's very long. Every time we, we see it on something like, and we're trying to choose something to watch, I'm like, oh, it's already like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to still be watching this tomorrow, which I will be if I start it now. I also, um, I wouldn't mind getting, um, seeing if my friend Steve will come on and talk about it because he's ranted on multiple occasions about that movie. He's very passionate about it. And uh, yeah, we should. I love Steve's your friend who I find really funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we've got to get him on. Um, yeah. So I think I was going to just not watch it and just have him come on and tell us about it (laughs) (laughs) to save us the time. Yeah. Yeah. We could do that. Um, but yeah, we'll, um, we'll see how we go. All right. Does Steve listen to the pod? Um, not sure. Don't say anything and see if you 
Yeah, yeah. it's mentioned. I, mean, <laughs> I was really surprised. Sorry, I know we're trying to wrap up. Um, at your birthday, a bunch of your friends were there who seemed to all listen to the podcast. And I felt like a real podcaster. Like it felt <laughs> really cool and they had nice things to say. Because I think I've mentioned, I might have even mentioned it there that most people I know are actively like, I'm not listening to your podcast about water. And my sister, I spoke to her on the phone one night and she said, yeah, I was just trying to think like, who do I know that I could recommend it to? And then there was like a pause and I thought she was going to say more about it. And that's all she said. So I'm pretty sure like, like I know my mom and stepdad have listened to some, um, and like one of my mom's friends listens to it. Oh, that's cool. Um, I don't think my dad's listened. My sister's listened to a couple of episodes, but yeah. yeah the um, Good on you, Claire's family. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't really know. How do you get people to listen to podcasts? Like, I find all my podcasts by listening to other podcasts. Yeah, this can't be coming up sort of just algorithmically for, for many people, can it? Yeah, and someone on Reddit, like, the other, well, a while ago, I haven't been on there recently, but... Um, requested something in the podcast sub like that this would fit oh, the criteria really? of, and I was like, I can't self promote. Like people hate that. Yeah. Um, I could have just pretended it, like, oh, I listened to this podcast, but I was also like, yeah, no, nah, I don't know, because like, it was definitely your podcast. They were specifically like, um, looking for something where people taste stuff and review it. Wow. Um, which was good. Cause like I, I found a couple of other podcasts that do that to sort of see how they do it. Yeah. I don't listen to them on the regular, but I do like to see how other people taste and talk about things. What movies do they watch? <laughs> I don't know. I, I started listening to an ice cream related one where they taste different ice creams and oh, yeah. they haven't talked about any movies yet. Idiots. <laughs> no. All right. Thanks. Um, Thanks to all you wet ones. Not my family. <laughs> they, you won't hear this. Fuck you, my family. Is this water? 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 Is this water?